Welcome to the Million Pound Biller Coffee Break Podcast. These are short podcasts for you to listen to at a coffee break. Developed to give you some quick ideas on how to help you build your desk and business. Now, over to Adrian Mansfield, the Million Pound Biller for today's Coffee Break Podcast. Welcome back to the Million Pound Biller Podcast. I took an extended break from these weekly podcasts over the last month or so. I've been doing a podcast weekly for almost nine months, and I wanted a chance to review and to look at what the reactions were from the previous podcast, and also to look at what I wanted the podcast to be and what I wanted to offer via this medium. I recently spoke to a business coach called Nick Cramp. His interview will be out next week as part of a series of interviews I'm going to be running over the next few months that are designed to bring you the benefits and knowledge of some of them, not just the leaders in recruitment and the wider business markets, but also I'm going to speak to some of the sector's best coaches and get their views on ideas for free for you. I love learning and picking up new ideas, and I want this podcast to help that process, not just for me, but also for you as listeners. Nick's discussion led me to look at and take on a detailed review, or in Nick's work, reframing of me personally. As a result of my discussions with Nick, I've been through somewhat of a personal review of my business, my personal goals, and looked into detail where I want to get to and how my business and my personal goals can get me there. I'll talk about this in more in topic one of this podcast, and it has been a revelation. In terms of the general flow of these podcasts and other channels over the coming months, these coaches and business leaders are people who have been where you are. Some charge significant daily rates to provide their knowledge to the clients they work for. But via this podcast, you'll get that knowledge for free. It will bring you real-life ideas and concepts that you can look to apply to your business, your desk, and even your daily life. I hope it answers some of the questions that you set, and I'm sure in the process it will raise a few too. We will then discuss these concepts from our interviews in these weekly podcasts as we look at areas that I've implemented and indeed areas that I perhaps disagree with. We will make more available via our YouTube channel and our Facebook group, both of which are 100% free to join. Just search Million Pound Biller and you'll find both. The goal is to allow you to learn from some of the best, to give you ideas and concepts, not just from the coalface, but from people who've been where you are and have learned the lessons of what not to do and what works. At the end of it all, you will need to find your own path, but in my experience, it helps to have some signposts along the way to avoid those massive pitfalls. So now on to topic one, reframing. As I said, I spoke with Nick Cram, and as part of his work, he helps companies go from, in his words, adolescence to maturity. In effect, he helps them to see where they want to get to and review what is stopping them getting there. It's interesting that in most cases, the things that are stopping them from achieving the next level aren't external factors. They are almost always internal ones. And I think this is equally true for us as individuals. Now, like many of you, I've had goals over the years. I've created goal boards where I've cut out pieces, pictures or concepts that I wanted to work towards and put them in my office to show where I was trying to get to. These work. I've spoken before on this podcast about setting goals, small, medium, and long-term, that allow you to measure and celebrate your success along a path. I'm not going to go back on that. However, what we're talking about here is much deeper. It isn't a simple process, and it can't be done in a lunch break with some Google image searches. This is a deep review of what you want from your life, where you want to get to, what will success look like in all factors of your life. If this seems to be very deep and meaningful, that's simply because it is. I speak to many, many recruitment consultants and owners of businesses. And the one thing the majority of them have in common is they can very rarely tell me what they want to get from their life, what they're trying to aim for. Sure, they can often quote their short or medium term goal, the buying a house, the fancy car, the watch. They want to travel or they want to put their kids into good schools. They want their turnover to be an X million pounds or their profits to be at Y level. But these are all external and they're all intermediate destinations. What we're looking for here is the real, true end goal. 
I know that many of you will say the end goal is to be rich, but what is rich? How much does that mean? And what does it reflect? I don't ask these questions to belittle the targets or to say that their goals are not worthy. As I say, I've had them too, and I will keep doing goal boards and I will keep celebrating the wins as they come, as they show how I'm progressing on the journey. However, what I've done, or rather what I'm doing as the process is not 100% complete, is looking at myself and looking at what I'm aiming for. Where do I want to be? The easiest method is to visualize it as looking back from the end of your life. What would you want to have accomplished? What would you want to be able to say that you've done? As I say, it's not an easy process. It's one that takes time. and means you have to put yourself outside of the day-to-day for a while to allow yourself to focus on the answers. The results, though, are that you'll be clear on the end point. You will have that fixed point to aim at. And from that comes a much clearer path of how to get there. Plus, when you have the end goal set, you can then find there are hundreds of tools and ideas that will help you to build the pathways. When I started the process, I looked at some of the people I considered to be the best leaders and business people out there. And they all had an end goal in mind before they set out on the journey. They all had a focus to their path. Whether that was Bill Gates and his computer on every desk in every home, or JSK's by the end of the decade will put a man on the moon. And there are many, many more examples. As I said many times on this podcast, every journey starts with a single step. But hopefully now I have a fixed aim point and it will reduce the steps on the journey. On to topic two for this week, the idea of where to target. The current market seems buoyant, at least there are a great deal of companies looking to hire, though I have to say feedback varies on how many of those companies are actually hiring and how many remain very picky and simply seem to be searching for searching's sake. This brings me to topic two. I've spoken with a number of consultants over the last few weeks who are either looking to go alone or have a plan to start a new desk. The same question keeps coming up, given everywhere is so busy, where do I focus? For me, the simple answer to this is as narrowly as possible. I spoke to one consultant and their targets were construction and healthcare. Now, I'm sure both of these sectors are hiring, but frankly, they're both massive markets. So where would you start? Where would you focus? Simply naming a wide sector and then throwing darts will not bring you success. Simply not sustained success anyway. It will mean you're trying to compete with literally thousands of agencies, many of whom are focused and have strong connections already. So how do you expect to succeed against that? And coming back to the consultant in question, they weren't. In fact, they were bemoaning the lack of feedback and the lack of responses. Sure, in time, you may well be able to widen up, but the core of what you do needs to be focused down to a single verifiable niche, to a role type or in a sector. The narrower you go, the better. The only real limit to the narrowness is that you need to have a suitable market size. I've met consultants who are making a very good living out of placing one skill set in one town. Now that is niche. But you know what? They owned it. Anyone looking for the skill in that area came to them. And in doing so, they ensured that any candidate in that space looking for a job came to them too. They have a reliable and repeating business model and a strong core from which they can grow, should they want to. Conversely, I've never come across anyone who has successfully thrown darts at a wider market. Sure, people have made sales that way, but single sales are worthless in the long run. If those sales take you days and weeks of effort to make, then it's not repeatable. It's just random chance. Throw enough darts, and sure, one will stick. So the secret is simple. Do your research, find that niche, and then focus on owning that niche. Believe me, when you do, you'll have all the business you want. And what's more, you'll have all the sustainable income streams to build on. Anyway, hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Please drop over to our social channels for more discussions. As always, we are Million Pound Villa in all the usual places. Also, please rate and review this podcast. It will help others to find us. And until next time, enjoy the journey.